Welcome to another inspirational message from Chowdean Community Church, Gateshead. For more information about Chowdean, visit www.chowdean.org.uk. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Great to see you this morning in church on this Easter Sunday morning. Um, and if you're here as a guest this morning, you might be wondering, what is this all about? You might have been brought here against your will with the promise of chocolate. Uh, that's okay. We'll make sure that you're not disappointed. And you may have come here this morning a little confused or unsure about what this Easter thing is all about. Why are we singing songs to Jesus? Why are we celebrating a risen Savior? Some of you might have an idea of a story from years gone by. And I'm here to tell you this morning that it's more than just a story. When you unpack the act of love that's contained within it, you will find true freedom. And that's the theme uh, of our uh, services over Easter, is Easter equals freedom. We're just going to spend a a few moments looking at why Easter is such a big deal. And we just want you to be in no doubt before you leave and have absolute clarity I believe that it's important to have clarity on things. And I believe this morning that accepting the Easter story could be the single most important decision of your life. And it's really important that we have clarity because, I don't know about you, but I feel that the world that we live in is just becoming so confused and so complicated at the moment. Do you agree? Can you believe that we're now living in the age of the millennial This means that anyone who was born in the year 2000 or before will be reaching adulthood at some point this year. Those of you who didn't feel old, (laughs) on saying that, you might just be starting to feel a little bit old now that people born in the year 2000 are actually going to be adults now. And the world that we live in is completely dominated by technology. News uh, and events are being live streamed to us in real time over the internet. And it's really, really difficult to discern what is truth and what is not? And actually to get real wisdom, I'm just going to try a little completely unrehearsed experiment with my assistant. Hey, Siri. Tell me about Easter. Go ahead. Tell me about Easter. Easter, also called Pasha or Resurrection Sunday, is a festival and holiday celebrating the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Described in the New Testament as having occurred on the third day of his burial after his crucifixion by the Romans at Calvary C. Shall I continue? No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's amazing, isn't it, that information like that is available at the fingertips. But didn't you think it was just all a little bit cold and a little bit clinical? And we want to tell you this morning about the passion that lies behind the story in the resurrection of Jesus. And I was talking about how life is often very, very complicated. And I I think that life in this generation is summed up by one symbol that drives me absolutely mad. And it's going to be on the screen in a second. And it's the simple cup of coffee. Because I like coffee just as it comes with a crushed bean and a bit of water. Try going into a coffee shop and just asking for a plain coffee. I, I dare you to try it. The response will probably be, Do you want a mocha chocker slim with sprinkles on top? No, I just want coffee. What kind of coffee? Can I have a filter coffee? 
We don't do filter coffee, but you're a coffee shop. We do an Americano. Is it black? Yes, then I'll have it. And you know, the world is so, so complicated, so much so that I don't know if any of you saw recently that McDonald's had to put an advert out recently to explain what a flat white was. <laughs> yeah? Is anybody any the wiser? I'm, I'm sure some of you are, but I'm not. And you know, the, the UK government at the moment, they're trying to lead us forward uh, with, with clarity, and, and they're really struggling because a number of years ago, the UK public were asked to make a decision, yes or no, in terms of are we leading, leaving the European Union? And people stated yes or no. And then the government, the same right, we have a mandate. Well, there's different kinds of out. There's an out that's almost kind of in, but there's, there's an out that's far out. And people thinking, well, if I knew it was going to be that kind of out, I would have voted in. Tell you what, let's just start again and have another vote, shall we? And the world just seems so complicated, and it's really hard to find leadership at this time. So we believe that simplicity and clarity is good. We believe in a creator God who made the heavens and the earth. We believe in a book called the Bible that was inspired by God to be written by individuals as a record of historic events, as an instruction manual on how we should live our lives, and as a love story about God desperately pursuing us across space and time to bring us back to him. And we quote passages from the Bible because we believe that they can speak into situations that we're facing right now to give us comfort and guidance because they come we believe, from the very heart of God. And as humans, many of us may have different perceptions of God, we might have an understanding of him, or we might have actually convinced ourselves that God doesn't exist. The Bible says that God created us so that we might have companionship with him. And if we look into the Bible, it says in Romans that we used to have a connection between God and that connection was severed. We abandoned the relationship with him, exchanging the truth about God for a lie. And we worshipped and served created things rather than the creator. So instead of our relationship with God, we turned our attention to other things to fill our lives with. But no matter how much you try to suppress this, that drive and that longing for God will always be within us whether we choose to admit it or not. And you could say, well, what evidence is there? that God is real and that the Bible is truth. Some may need convincing and some have already may have made your mind up. And many people will say, well, just look around you, look at nature, look at the planets, look at the universe. And that's all true. But this morning, I just want to give three pieces of evidence that I believe support that God is who he says he is. Let me ask you a question for the first one. Do you often feel that sometimes there's just something missing from your life. That there's an emptiness or a longing sometimes or somehow. And no matter how much you try to fill it with things that you might be able to buy, that nothing will ever truly satisfy. The second thing, do you hold on to things because of something that might happen to you in the past? Do you hold on to hurt? Do you hold on to guilt? Do you hold on to pain? Recently, um, I was told that I was losing my job. And that came as uh, quite a shock, and it was uh, quite difficult to deal with at the time. And, and since then, it's amazing that I've met loads and loads of new people since then. And everybody comes up to you and say, 
so what do you do? And every time that question comes, I get that, oh, that feeling, well, actually, I've, I've kind of been told that I'm surplus to requirements now. And actually holding on to pain and things like that is exactly what I'm talking about, that sometimes we choose to hold on to things and, and take God out of the place. And as a Christian, I have to continually remind myself, and God tells me this, that my identity is in Christ. And who I am doesn't depend on what job I've got or how many friends I've got. And I know that my faith will carry me through. And there's no end to this story yet, but I know that if I lean on him and trust on God, then he will see me through. And that is what the relationship with Jesus is all about. Because the last thing is that as a last resort in crisis, even people who've denied God's very existence will often pray. As a last resort, when they've got nothing else left, that human nature kicks in where people say, will you pray for me? I need to pray. And that is God at the very heart of you telling you that you need him in your life. The Christian faith can be explained by one simple sentence. If there's one thing that you take away from this morning, it's this. We believe that everybody would be better off with Jesus Christ at the center of their lives. We believe that everybody would be better off with Jesus Christ at the center of their lives. And the story of Easter is that God made that relationship possible. Those of you that are parents will know that you would do anything for your children. You would take their hurt, you would take their pain, you would take their illness. You would even give your very lives if it came to it. And that's what Jesus did for us. God gave his son to take our place as punishment for turning away from him so that we might have a way back. People often see Christianity as a get-out-of-jail-free card for people who are afraid of death, but it's not that at all. It's about restoration of something that was broken. Jesus came and said, I've got this. There has to be a price to be paid for you to be reconciled back to me, and I've got it covered. I just want to show you an image of a, a bridge, which is, can anybody see that bridge that we have on the screen there? You can see it's quite interesting that there's a bridge there and the river is actually standing beside the bridge. And at one point, the bridge used to go right across that river and people would be able to cross the river, no problem. But there was a monsoon and that monsoon actually completely changed the course of the river that made that bridge completely redundant. And that's what's happened to us is that we used to have fellowship and relationship with Jesus Christ. And as we decided that we wanted to go our own way, we made it difficult to have relationship with him. And Easter is about Jesus picking up the bridge and moving it back to us so that he could reconnect with us. Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock, but the door has to be opened from the inside. And one of the very famous verses in the Bible that will come up on the screen that you often see at football matches is just a really simple phrase. And it says, for God soul of the world, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So that's it. That's all I wanted to say this morning. Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. 
but the door has to be open from the inside. So I would just ask you to consider that decision. Just imagine now that there's only you and there's only God in the room right now. I'm just going to ask the band if they'll come back on the stage and get themselves ready. The Bible has a word for turning away from God and going our own way. And it's called sin. And sin often conjures up all sorts of emotions where people might say, well, I'm a good person. I don't really like the idea of being called a sinner. But the Bible says that everybody has fallen short of God's glory because we were born into that world that turned away from God. So right here, right now, just imagine that it's you and God here in this room by yourself. You might have a relationship with God right now, and you might have turned away from him. Or you might just think, well, actually, this is all new to me, but I totally get it. That longing in my soul, I really understand now what it is. So we want to give you that opportunity now to accept that gift that Easter brings. So if we could bow our heads, I'm just going to say a short prayer. And if you want to pray this prayer in your head, please do so. We're not going to embarrass anybody. If anybody wants to join in, that's fine. God, our Father, I believe that out of your infinite love, you have created me. In a thousand ways, I have shunned your love. I repent of each and every one. Please forgive me. Thank you for sending your son to die for me from eternal death. I choose this day to enter into a life with you and to place Jesus at the center of my heart. I surrender to him as Lord over all my life. I ask you to flood my soul so that my life may be transformed. Give me the grace and courage to live for you for the rest of my days. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer in your heart, and you want to speak to somebody or you want to be prayed with, find somebody who's wearing a Chaldean badge. There's a few of us dotted around. They will be able to talk to you, to pray with you, uh, and help you to take that next step and uh, ensure that you're on the right path. It's been great to talk to you this morning. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I think we're going to sing a few more songs to close. This is the end of this message. We hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more about our church, please visit www.chowdean.org.uk and please take a minute to rate our podcast on iTunes.